Hello, word nerds. Welcome to me talking to you. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are enjoying this podcast. I hope that you started from the beginning and are working your way through because if you uh, are starting here in the mid to late A's, uh, you have missed a lot. You, you will not understand what I'm talking about, so you should go back to the beginning. All right, the first word for this episode is aromatic, A-R-O-M-A-T-I-C. This is the first form of two. Pause while I think about nothing. This is an adjective uh, uh, from the 14th century. One, of relating to or having aroma. 1A. Oh, and then after aroma, there's a colon. So we get into then 1A. We have the synonym fragrant. 1B. Having a strong smell. 1C. Having a distinctive quality. Number two. And in italics, it says of an organic compound. So the definition for number two, which is of an organic compound, says characterized by increased chemical stability resulting from the delocalization of electrons in a ring system as benzene containing usually multiple conjugated double bonds. Compare to the synonyms uh, or just the other words allicyclic. I think that's how it's pronounced, and aliphatic. So those are probably similar but different. And we do have a synonym for all definitions. It is the word odorous. That is how I describe myself. I am rather odorous. Uh, Let's see. Aromatically is an adverb. Um, Aromaticity. Aromaticity is a noun. And of course... I have to uh, mention something that my my mom and her friend did when I was young. They started a little company called Aromantics, um, so, so similar to this word aromatic, and they basically made um, little little things, various things that had potpourri in them, and they smelled really nice. And uh, some of them had sort of clay uh, heads on top, and then the the body was basically like a bag of potpourri. Um, and so that just seeing those clay faces uh, have such a distinctive place in my memory from when I was a kid. Uh, very fond memories of that little thing that they did for a little bit. But now we have the second form of aromatic. This is a noun from the 15th century. One, an aromatic plant or plant part, especially an aromatic herb or spice. Number two, an aromatic organic compound. Now we have, uh, let's see, is it aromatize? Aromatize. I think that's how it is pronounced. I'm not sure if I have, I'm familiar with this form. Uh, let's see. It is an intransitive verb from the 15th century. One, to make aromatic. Synonym is flavor. So I'm going to flavor this dish with spices. And by doing that, I am also aromatizing it with wonderful aromas. Yeah, that makes sense. Number two, to convert into one or more aromatic compounds. Aromatization is a noun. Now we have the word arose, A-R-O-S-E. This is the past of arise. So it's the past... Uh, is there another... Just It's just the past form of arise. I, I am arising uh, and I arose and I will be arisen. Ooh, that sounds very religious. We're going to move on to the word around. 
This is the first form of three. This is an adverb from the 14th century, 1a, in a circle or in circumference, as in, the wheel goes around, also as in, a tree five feet around. 1b, in, along, or through a circuit, as in, the road goes around by the lake. 2a, on all... Um, it's going on to the next line. I have to make sure I follow it correctly. On all or various sides, colon, in every or any direction. And I'm still not 100% sure on what the colon is. I think it's more like a, here's another part to the definition that's sort of similar but a little bit different, so we have to separate them. It's not really another definition to require another letter, like to A to B, uh, but it's close enough to this one. So we're going to put it in the same place. Okay, we have examples for 2A. Papers lying around. Another example is nothing for miles around. Here we go to 2B. In close from all sides so as to surround. As in, people crowded around. 2C. In or near one's present place or situation. Uh, as in, we have examples for all of these. As in, wait around a while. I'm not always a fan of waiting around a while. 3A, here and there, colon, from one place to another, as in, travels around on business. 3B, to a particular place, as in, come around for dinner. 3C, used with some verbs to indicate repeated or continued action, as in, always joking around when he should be serious. Also, as in, don't play around with your food. I don't know. Sometimes that's okay. 4A. In rotation or succession. As in, another winter comes around. Winter is coming. It is coming. It's fall, and it's definitely getting colder. 4B. From beginning to end. Synonym is through. As in, mild the year around. 4C. In order. As in, the other way around. Did I say that right? Yes, I think I did. Number five. There's a lot of definitions. I'm sorry. Number five. In or to an opposite direction or position, as in turn around. I think there's a few songs. There's definitely a They Might Be Giant song that's called Turn Around. Turn around, turn around. There's a thing there that can't be found. Turn around. All right, you don't want to hear me singing, but I think there's another song with turnaround in it as well. Number six, this is the last one. With some approach to exactness, synonym is approximately, as in cost around $5. All right, now we have the second form of around. This is a preposition from the 14th century. 1A, on all sides of. 1B, so as to encircle or enclose as in, seated around the table. 1C, so as to avoid or get past, colon, on or to another side of, as in, find a way around their objections. Also as in, went around the lake. That's the second time we've seen something that's going around a lake. Also as in, who boy, around the corner. Now we are going to move on to 1D. I'm sorry, 
There's lots and lots of definitions for the word around. 1D, we have the synonym near, as in lives around Chicago. Yes, I do. Also as in around the turn of the century. Number two, in all directions outward from, as in look around you. Number three, here and there, in or throughout. There's no comma. Let's try that one again. Here and there, in or throughout. Sure, why not? As in, barnstorming around the country. Number four, so as to have a center or basis in, as in, a society organized around kinship ties. This very well could be the most boring episode I've ever had. All right, now we have the third and final form of the word around. It is an adjective from 1849. One, we have the number one definition for the word about. And there's an example, as in, has been up and around for two days. Number two, being in existence, evidence, or circulation, as in, the most intelligent of the artists around today. That is from R.M. Coates. We have a little phrase. It is been, been, I would probably just say been around. I've been around. B-E-E, how many E's did I say? B-E-E-N, around. And that means gone through many varied experiences, colon, become worldly wise. All right, we are going to move on to the next word slash phrase. It is around the clock. There are hyphens in between the words. This is an adjective from 1853. Being in effect, continuing, or lasting 24 hours a day. Synonym is constant, as in around-the-clock surveillance. Now we have the word arouse. This is a verb. Other forms are aroused and arousing. This is, uh, yes, I said it's a verb. We are going to, oh, from 1593, Uh, We're going to start with the uh, transitive definitions. One, to awaken from sleep. Number two, to rouse or stimulate to action or to physiological readiness for activity. Synonym is excite, as in the book aroused debate. Now we have the intransitive definition. It is to awake from sleep, which is almost the same as the number one definition for the transitive form. Um, And a synonym is stir, S-T-I-R. Arousal is a noun. Now we have arpeggiate, A-R-P-E-G-G-I-A-T-E. This is uh, an intransit, no, sorry. This is a transitive verb from 1953. To play as a chord or passage in arpeggio. So... Uh, Well, arpeggio is the next one, so let's do that first. Arpeggio, this is a noun from uh, 1724. And I'm thinking I forgot an etymology. Eh, I can skip it. Arpeggio, arpeggio, arpeggio. All right, number one, production of the tones of a chord in succession and not simultaneously. Number two, a chord played in arpeggio. So on the piano, if you put your fingers on a chord, say a C major chord, C, E, and G, if you play them together, it just sounds like blah. Um, But if you play them in an arpeggio, you'd play C and then E and then G. So it would go something like bum, bum, bum. I don't know if my tones are correct, but they're close. 
I da, 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 da. let's see etymology. This is Italian from arpeggiare, which means to play on the harp, and that is from arpa, which means harp, and that is of Germanic origin, and is it is akin to the Old High German harpa or harfa, h a r p h a, which also means harp. Okay, now we have the word arpent, a r p e n t. This is a noun from 1580. One, any of various old French units of land area, especially one used in French sections of Canada and the U.S. equal to about 0.85 acre, also 0.34 hectare. Number two, a unit of length equal to one side of a square arpent. I have learned something new. Uh, but I probably won't remember it. Next, we have an interesting word. It is, uh, let's see, arquebus? Sure. A-R-Q-U-E-B-U-S. It does not give me a pronunciation guide because this is a variation of the word harquebus. So it's the same word with an H at the beginning. Uh, we'll get to that in the H's. Next, we have R A R R. This is an abbreviation for one arranged, or two, arrival, or arrive. Now we have Iraq. Uh, yeah, actually, it could be Eric or Iraq, A-R-R-A-C-K or A-R-A-K. This is a noun from 1521, an Asian alcoholic beverage like rum that is distilled from a fermented mash of malted rice with toddy or molasses. I've heard of a hot toddy, but I've never heard of toddy in that um, context. What is toddy? Is it like molasses? I should look into that. Uh, let's see. Let's look at the etymology. It says it is ultimately from the Arabic arak, uh, apostrophe, A-R-A-Q, which means sweet juice or liquor. I feel like I have heard of this. Um, I may have even had some. I can't remember now. But let's move on to the last word. Oh, you know what? We're going to skip that. So the last word is going to be Arak or Arak, spelled both of those ways. And uh, we're going to leave this next word for the next episode. And I don't want to pick a round, even though it took up the majority of the episode. So I'm going to pick not arpeggio, but I'm going to pick arpeggiate, because that is the act of playing in an arpeggio. I am very curious about what arquebus is, however you pronounce that word, and uh, we'll get there later. All right, thank you very much for listening to me jammer on. Um, I do sometimes think it would be fun to do this live, a live recording of a few episodes. Um, I don't know if that would ever be feasible or ever even make any sense, or if I would get enough people who would actually want to listen to me do this. But, you know, we would make it fun. I'd probably have some people come up and uh, read a word or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, maybe that's something that we can do in the future. How would you like that? Okay, until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.